0: Hello Puggies and welcome to the Pug Life Show brought to you by Pug Parties because your Pug deserves to be the best dressed at the party, and you can check out their outfits at PugParties.com I'm your host Donna and with me are my Puggy co-hosts Charles and Rosie. This week our guests are Donna and her grumble Chopper, Seamus, Leroy, Lily, Samson and Pepper. Just when you thought we couldn't get a grumble bigger than five puggies, we met Chopper, Seamus, Leroy, Lily, Samson and Pepper, all much-loved puggies that came to Donna and her husband Chris by various means, including Pugs SOS and as Foster Fails. You can't help but smile and cry when you hear how each puggy came to live with Donna. Chopper, the cuddle pug who can't be too far away from mum at any one time. Lily and Leroy, the happy couple who love nothing more than to go for a stroll together in their puggy buggy. Seamus, the puggy who loves trying new things like sniffer school. Pepper, who needed medication to be able to live her best life. And finally, Samson, the big brother that every foster puggy who comes through the door never knew they needed. I can almost see Samson putting his paw across the shoulders of a new scared little puggy and saying, it's okay, mate, you're with friends now. Each puggy has a story that has been worth getting to know, and each puggy is unique in their own special way, which is why this is such a great episode. I do want to mention that this episode was recorded as part of our live stream series. So if you want to watch the show, then please use the link in the show notes to watch the replay. And before we get started, I want to remind you to subscribe to our newsletter, check out the show notes, so you get advance notice of our next episode and much, much more. Hello, Donna. Welcome to the Pug Life show. And more importantly, welcome to your count them six pugs. So the most pugs we've ever had on the show. And hopefully, I get them all right. We have Chopper, Seamus. Leroy, Lily, or tripod, Samson, and Pepper.
1: Absolutely. Hello, Donna.
0: Hello. Thank you so much. And it's so wonderful. I get my namesake, so I'll never forget your name either.
1: No, it's, never. It's
0: so rare to talk to another Donna, so I have to enjoy it while I've got it.
1: Thank you for having us all, and I'll oh, show them all to you. Yes. So there is Samson, and here is Chopper. <gasps> And Seamus is sitting on the floor. Look at those ears. He's pricked up. He knows we're talking about him. Absolutely. And (laughs) there is Pepper. And then you've got Leroy and little Miss Tripod Lily.
0: Oh, lovely.
1: Just absolutely
0: lovely. So um, probably just because, you know, we'll mix it up, Um, let's talk about Lily first. So Tripod because?
1: Three legs. So (laughs) Lily was a rescue. Mm-hmm. She came in with Leroy as a bonded pair and when she came in, she had an extremely, I have no idea, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. She had an extremely damaged leg that was still attached and it had an unsuccessful um, break um, repair. Oh. So when she came in to foster, uh, they weren't in very good condition but they were they needed some medical attention. So it was decided that um, we would amputate her leg. And then they did take a long time to repair, skin-wise, health-wise, all sorts of things. She had reoccurring skin issues, all sorts of things like that. So her and Leroy have remained in long-term foster with us. And Leroy, he's a lovely dog, but his hind legs are very weak.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: he's got spinal issues. So they have remained in long term foster. They've had issues along the way. Leroy's had a couple of bouts of um, bladder stones. Oh, um, okay. And it's just the skin issues and the and recurring ear infections they're that they're need constantly, constantly clear attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: And we probably should mention that you are the president of Pugs SOS. Do I get that right? No,
1: no, absolutely absolutely not. not. I'm the the West Australian manager for Pugs SOS.
0: Should get it right. No, Belinda is the president.
1: Belinda's our boss. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: terrible, terrible. Belinda will... Tan my hide when she is saying <laughs> that. Yeah, so you're also based in yeah. WA, so yeah. But Pugs SOS is national. That yes should make definitely. sure that our listeners yes. do realise that. So Leroy and Lily not technically foster fails, but well, yes,
1: I I they foster fails. See, Lily's also blind, so oh. you know, so it's very difficult for her. So mm-hmm. you know, she knows her way around. She's mapped her way around the house really well um she loves to go on her walks in her pram Leroy walks next to her for about one kilometer we take her so far to a special spot she gets out she has a little wee and a sniff walks up and down the street for about 50 meters and then looks at you and gets back in her pram and just sits like Jackie and we come home yes happy as Harry. absolutely we need to get her a tiara I think so, <laughs> but she's a very bossy little girl, and at dinner time she will scream at you, and Ooh. she will shout, and she is known to cause the occasional fight. Oh, she's got very sharp teeth, and oh. she can be, and she gets called the, the five letter B word quite often. <laughs> <laughs> she's so like, does she oh, no.
0: start the fights and then sort of sneak off and just watch safe distance.
1: <laughs> and if you leave it to if we make the mistake of wanting to feed them after us she gets so excited that by the time it's her dinner time she's in a, she's in a rage mood <laughs> so we've learned to feed them first <laughs> oh no yeah, and Leroy just sits there and he just looks at what's all the fuss and he just he just patiently waits. He's a good old man.
0: Oh, it's lovely that they're together though.
1: Yeah, they've, I couldn't have separated those two. They oh, were just, um, they just needed too much. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh, so that's Leroy and Lily. So then let's talk about Seamus because you you mentioned something, I think it was last week, you did you did actually say that he's also the A-word and <laughs> I know that when this goes to air because we're pre-recording um, that there will be a number of other pug parents that will, will be nodding their heads in agreement yes. as they look at their own pugs. But Seamus was doing something, I think it was last week, and I'd never heard it before. Started with S and the, the Sniffer School. Sniffer School. That yeah. was like, what's
1: that? Well, we've got um, we've got a really lovely foster carer with us, Jen. And Jen and I see each other a lot, and our pugs play a lot. And we're always trying to do different things with our pugs. So she put her little Emily into Sniffer School, and she was showing me all the videos and telling me about it. And because Seamus has done obedience and he's done rallyo and agility i thought okay it's time for him to do something else so he's 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 good but it's difficult for him because he's so obedience trained that to get him to to um forget about that and run off and sniff things and completely step out of that no and comfort zone it's taking him a while to work out well i can go off and find it myself Yeah, he's he's catching up on that now. But if I throw biscuits on the floor for him outside for a treasure hunt, he can find those quick as ever. (laughs) I don't know why he's having trouble finding the Vegemite. And he's just sat bolt upright. I'll see if you can see him. He's just sat bolt upright. Oh, yes. Because I said the word treasure hunt. (gasps) Oh, even the little head, he definitely knows that. Treasure hunt? What do you think? Maybe later on. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh
0: that sounds so yummy. Sounds so yummy. So what does Sniffers because I've never heard of it before. So what does Sniffers School do for, for dogs? Not just
1: pups. Well it's it's just get well getting them to use their their senses and it's Vegemite in a box and they're trained to find the vegemite in one box and then they introduce more boxes and he has to discern which box has the vegemite in it. Oh wow. And, and that's what they do. Jen's dogs have progressed, Jen's Little M has progressed up the levels and she's now, I think she's um sniffing essential oils. So there's lots of different levels they do. Yeah. So it just gets their mind going and it gets their senses going. And it's just and yeah, it's just something for them.
0: That is just incredible. I mean, that's like next level engagement toy.
1: It is, yeah. Absolutely. definitely
0: next level i can't even get charles to leak his own um portrait so um we you
1: had up paste on it
0: I, yeah yeah no, up paste. <laughs> no turn my nose up at it get out some some um lactose-free yogurt no don't want that and so all the other puggies at his own party at the start of the year are all doing their own portraits and charles is just sitting there going no not interested. So I've still got his kit here because I'm waiting until Tonka goes um, to give it another go and see um, because obviously Tonka will want to, Tonka did, Tonka was at the party um, and has his own portrait. So I've got to give Charles some time alone to be able to do it himself. Yeah. Was but it was just amazing. I was amazed. All the other pugs at the um, at the party were just sort of like, this is awesome and they great colours. Charles, no my birthday party I'm gonna do it a
1: well there's that song isn't it yeah. my birthday party I can do as I can. <laughs> yeah so we did absolutely
0: yeah that he was more interested in the cake which I have to admit did look really yummy even though it was um a dog cake I have that's yet to try. actually
1: eat dog cake thats all right it was a for you to eat no yeah. know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. So, Chopper, how did Chopper get his name? That was definitely. I have no
1: idea. Oh, I so absolutely he... no idea. He was a rescue as well, and he came in with his female partner, and they did separate, and she went her own way, and Chopper stayed with us. He was supposed to go to another family; they were waiting for him, but he is. Um, that family's dog didn't cross Rainbow Bridge as quickly as they expected because he was very old and very ill. And by the time he did go, I had Chopper over 12 months, so I wasn't going to part with him. But his his um his female counterpart that came in with him, she passed away. Oh, and he's still here, and he is going lovely. to be twelve this year. Oh, lovely! Yeah, so but I have old. no idea how he got his name. Does he
0: live up to the reputation?
1: Um. Oh, wow. uh, well, put it this way: he's as deaf as a post. <laughs> if I go out of his sight, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> if I go out of his sight, he just has this monotonous
0: roof, roof, <laughs> roof. Roof.
1: And he won't stop. He drives my <laughs> husband mad when he does it. Um, he has to follow me absolutely everywhere. And if I sit on the couch, he has to be touching me. But he's basically a very, very calm, loving old boy. And he's just happy to be lazy. He looks he like will- a cuddle pug. He is a cuddle pug, but he does love the beach. If you take oh, him nice. to the beach, we do often, but he loves water. And if I'm bathing the other dogs, he likes to try to get in the bath and it's a fight to hold him back because <laughs> it's not his bird, you know. And with six pugs, I can't do them all in one yes. day. I get done two one week, to the next week, to another yeah. week. Then I have a break for a month and then they get <laughs> By that stage, my back's broken from bending oh, the bathtub. I was going to say,
0: that and the trauma, I have to, I am... I gave up years ago. They go to the groomers, and then I cry whenever when my groomers close over Christmas. I'm like, no, you don't understand. They hate it. When I it.
1: <laughs> They're oh, well. absolute angels for the groomers, but not for us. But all mine, they get out of the bath. Seamus especially, he gets out of the bath and he has a t- he has a towel rub. Yeah. He goes absolutely nuts when that happens. Same as he swims in the pool. And he's a very good swimmer and he gets out of there and he goes nuts when he gets rubbed with the towel, <laughs> you know. But isn't that a pug thing? Don't they all love that? They sort of turn inside out and they go upside down and, oh, you know, yes. they love it, don't they?
0: Charles, like he doesn't like the rest of his body, just his face. I, oh. I don't know why. and I don't know if it's because obviously he'd had the cleft palate and it's been fixed or... If it's because, like, Leroy doesn't quite have the feeling in his back legs anymore so it feels yeah. weird but, but yes, when we do. But as I said, at the groomers, he lives in the um, in the drying cage. He's actually known as the dog that um, owns the drying cage. Other dogs are allowed to go in. They're just not. And he just apparently, like, they have got sent me photos, squishes himself up in the back corner and he lies in there all day, rain, hail or shine.
1: So in the drying cage, is that a hairdryer they dry them with? Or oh, there's,
0: like there's an industrial. So they don't like, um, he doesn't like the blower anymore, which is basically like a big industrial hairdryer. Um, but they've got a cage where they sort of, once they've rubbed them down, they pop them in the cage and that starts to dry the outside so that then when they get them in to do the plopper bow dry to get in the undercoat to, to then mm-hmm. um, shed them, Um, but that sort of, that does that first layer of drying. Um, He won't have the blow dryer. He's got to go in this little, it's like a little puggy sauna and it just, (laughs) it blows hot air through the, through this little cage Um, and, yeah, it's so funny. He won't go near other dogs normally but they'll send me photos and he'll be in this cage with dogs three times his size. He doesn't care as long as he's in the drying cage. And, like, they keep saying to me, have you got one for him at home? I'm like, no, I'd never see him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cooking <it> himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it'd be just like he'd come up. Like, I'd get him. I'd have to drag him out to feed him. And i just say, and because he's got a very expressive, grumpy old man face, so it goes from just being generally grumpy to what are you doing, Mum? Um, Or do you mind, Mum? Or, like, when I had to do his urine sample a couple of, a couple of weeks ago, it was... You've been creepy, mum. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to be down there to get some.
1: I'm my bits. I know. <laughs> you probably have had to do that for plenty of fosters, to that. I mean, I, I use, I use an old Chinese container. And I follow them around and immediately what? they go, I've got the Chinese container <laughs> under them. Except for Lily and Pepper who squat oh, so far on no, the ground. I, I, I use the lid of the Chinese container then. And that goes oh, under.
0: I just I got to the point where I chased him for two days until he finally, I think he just gave up and went, Oh, for God's sake, if you're gonna be down there, hurry up and just do it. So I'm chat. The Chinese container, I just couldn't. It wouldn't work. Cause same thing. He he squats now. He doesn't lift up his leg, um, and so I'm running around with a little container, and my partner's laughing at me through the back door. And I'm like, "You will pay for this." <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, "This this should be a boy boy thing, not a molly <laughs> <So> thing. No, <so laughs> creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, so
1: who are we? So we've talked about Chopper, Seamus, Leroy, Lily. Who we got next? Pepper. You've got Pepper. Okay, okay. so I've, I've had, had six bugs prior to Pepper. Pepper, and then Pepper was, was our first, first Exo Exo and, and we, we were just parents. I wasn't involved with the organisation. She, she came, came in at six and a half. half. She, she wasn't was very well treated. treated. Oh. She, she came, came in extremely vicious. Mm, very Very. vicious and Um, she would bite bite her her. if you touched her her, she she would attack us she would attack one of her other dogs she had really 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 bad uh, she was always on very high alert so So we worked with some some behavioralists and and some dog dog trainers and we worked with vets and over a two-year period we got her to the point where we could control her, we knew her triggers, we knew what to do. Um, It also turned out that she enjoyed having the coffee froth on top of my husband's cover, and that would calm her. It was just a bonding thing they had together. So he had more of an influence on her calming nature and then um, we were all good for a couple of years We didn't have any issues and then someone came to our front door and obviously reminded her of her past. We knew of her past and when we saw this person, we knew and we saw the Pepper of old. And for Pepper's sake, and I didn't want to put Pepper in a position where we might have to do something that we didn't want to do because we had been neglectful to her, we actually sought medication for her so
0: wow. he
1: went on to her medication and after about five weeks it started to work really well and Peppa became the dog she should have always been enjoying love and cuddles being picked up responding to you know um, behavioral training uh, to treats and enjoying the company of other dogs and knowing that she oh. was safe and she didn't have to defend herself anymore and so you know, we've she's 14 now. Mm. Last six months she's just gone into the dementia phase, oh, no. which is harder for us than her yes. because we have to work out how to work with her. Mm. So mm. we keep a lot of things routined and we try to give her, you know, the same as what she's always loved. She doesn't want to walk anymore. She prefers to go to the bottom of the driveway. And sniff the breeze. So that's her thing. That's what we do. And she likes to sleep until midday. Oh, no. We get her up. Are we you know, all? <laughs> at that age, she can do it. And she's, you know, so she's the last. You know, well, what is it? Eight years with us. She's lived a proper pug life. And you know, she's she's a beautiful dog. She's got a beautiful body she's um, nice tall legs she's beautiful nature she loves the grandchildren and yeah she was our introduction to all the SOS dogs and then Seamus came along after her when my previous six had died and then after those two we joined the organization and the rest is history you know so yeah that's
0: that's, so what um? what drugs did you put her on because I have I've heard of it but never actually met anyone who's had a punk um, that has had to almost put them on Ritalin by the sounds of it.
1: Yeah. Well, so there's lots of different du- drugs depending on the situation of your dog and mm. I suppose the mental state of your dog. But Peppa went on to Lovan. So that's mm. basically I think that's Prozac for the humans, I believe. And she went on to the Lovan and what it took was just the edge of her very high all the time high personality so it took that away from her so she could actually function and work out you know is this situation bad for me is it not can I put it in the hands of my humans and just be a dog and once we all learned her and and us learned to trust each other and read each other while those drugs were starting to take effect you know, it all became easy. and But even still, even if the grandkids came over or somebody came over and Peppa was asleep, we'd always say to them, she's sleeping, leave her alone, don't go near her because you'll stifle her and she'll react. Yeah. So, you know, um, for Peppa, her past history was she would have to engage with another dog to get her food mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And she was kept as an outside Uh, guard dog I mean a pug as a guard dog that doesn't work for me so she came with a few emotional scars Mm. say that was mainly her thing
0: sounds Mm. very much like PTSD
1: possibly possibly I I don't know anyone that's had that really so I don't fully know how it would affect someone Mm. but quite possibly and um yeah she's yeah she's different dog so you know when she when She's had the happiest life and the safest life because the drugs have allowed her to have that. Which is just
0: absolutely wonderful. Because, I mean, you would get to the point where you would have to make one of two choices. You either dealt with the fact that that was going to be the life that she had with you as it was, or dare I say, and I'm guessing the vet said it might be worth putting
1: it down. We never got to that. What actually happened in the very beginning was when it was all happening and we were working with all the behaviouralists and all, we got to the point about six months in that she had a full-on fight with one of our other little puggies. I came home one day and I had blood all over the place. Oh, no, that would have been up, We patched up the scars and I think I reduced to tears and I said to my husband, we can't do this. We're going to have to hand her back to Pugs SOS. And he said to me, absolutely not. He said, we're going to work this out. She deserves a better life and it'll be okay. He said, you're just in shock from what you've seen. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And that was the turning point. There was no way I was sending her back, but we had to work it out. Mm-hmm. So we learned, we learned triggers from both the dogs and she was deflecting her anxiety onto this other little dog
0: mm-hmm. and this
1: other dog was always copying it, you know. Yeah. Um, but... We learnt the triggers and we learned that there were times when people would come in the house, we'd tell people, okay, this is how you've got to come in the house, this is who you've got to greet first, and all those sorts of little things we learned, you know, treats. Our behavioralist was brilliant, and it was just simple, simple things that we did to distract her or to give her treats for good behavior. Or it was just teaching us yeah. how to look after her and it worked but then when this happened a couple of years later out of the blue i just said to chris that behavior is still there we have to do something about it yes because i did not want to put her down if something had happened and it was things like putting perspex on our front gate so yeah. that people couldn't put their hands through to pat her because she would bite. yeah he was to bite them, you know, and teaching people, you know, don't touch her at this time, and Ooh. always her drugs at the right time, and fed at the right time, and training, and all that sort of thing, you know. So, yeah, it was tough for a while, I but we. Mm. No,
0: such such perseverance, and thank God it worked out. That's the most important
1: thing. I'm glad it worked out as well because she's a gorgeous, girl. She really is.
0: Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, beautiful photos of her absolutely Mm. beautiful photos well I was going through them so when everyone sees this they'll obviously see the opening video which will be the shortened selection of what you've sent me so you've given me the very tough task of figuring out which ones
1: (laughs) absolutely you can do it (laughs) it's so tough it really is
0: like I mean every time I send the email saying I just need 12 Well, says,
1: I've got six, so <laughs> I, I know, normally
0: 100. want 12 of one, so I really yeah. think lots and I lots. Have to do a video, yeah, the video opening video should be more than 70 seconds, actually.
1: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'll, have, lot, yeah. I'll have to
0: do a closing one, too. Maybe that'll that'll sort of spread it out a little bit more. I hadn't thought of <laughs> you that.
1: You never know. Mm.
0: Or I'll do an intermission.
1: Yes.
0: With regular <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Have a look at these. <laughs> wow, Puggies, I'm loving this episode and I hope you are too. If you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, then please click on the link in our show notes so you get advance notice of our next guest. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Live in the Pug Life, so you can be the crazy pug lady you've always wanted to be with our other like-minded crazy pug ladies. Now it's time to get back to the show. Mm. Um, and so lucky last, Samson.
1: Oh, Samson. Poor old Samson. Samson came in as a rescue as well. He uh, came from a situation where he had been confined either in a very um, small pen or a cage for about 15 months of his life. Oh when he came into us, his um, his back legs weren't very strong at all, so he was having a lot of trouble with them. And when he walked, we call him Paddle Pop, because when he walks, the neurological damage he's got is so great that he drags his feet and he just slaps them down like that. So he's yes. got C's scars on the top of his legs, yeah, on the top of his paws. And he gets so excited if somebody comes through the front door or the doorbell goes or at dinner time that he poos himself. So every day we're picking up Samson's poo because he's got so excited and can't control his his bow. But he's a lovely little dog in the sense that any foster that comes in here he runs up to them and he seems to take them on and he hangs around them and he plays with them and he'll sit with them and he'll sleep with them and it's as if he's telling them you're safe now. I've been through it, you're okay. But you oh he makes my heart. I know,
0: I'm just I'm thinking, I'm glad I'm not talking.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but he's a he's yeah. a really lovely little dog. But yeah, he, he gets called some names too. <laughs> <laughs> He, he's food and stepped in it and we've got to clean it up before we can feed the other dogs. And I think you'll hear me he Chris, and I say, oh, for shit's sake, Samson. That's, that's literal. It's happened, you know. But he's a lovely little thing, but he's reactive to the doorbells. So the doorbells turn down. Yeah. So if people come here, they've either got their own set of keys and they let themselves in yeah. or they text me to say we're here. And you know, I quietly get up to go to the front door, but he's so astute; oh. he knows something in my walk. And there he is—he's barking at the gate. And then comes the poo, and I say, to him, <laughs> "I'll pick it up." And then we all come in, and it's all good. It's all good. Everybody knows. Everybody he's, understands. And he's are on to you. That's the. <laughs> but he's a lovely little boy, and everybody loves him. And he's. Um, he'll be four this year, oh. but he's got a few issues with his gut. So he's got a little bit of, we think it's, um, irritable bowel syndrome now. So oh. we're going through the motions of sorting that out. Mm.
0: Oh. Rosie had, um, acid reflux, which I never oh, thought. Oh yeah, was. I've
1: heard about this.
0: Um, and, uh, and you can imagine we sort of, um, she was my first girl too. So prior to Rosie, my first pub fat dog called Lewis um he um he was he was abused and neglected but luckily most of his problems were easily fixable um and then we got winston and charles uh and then when we lost winston charles was just so destitute without his brother that uh, rosie the universe gave us rosie at just the right time um mm-hmm. and then um her previous family had said to us oh she has panic attacks So the first couple of times it happened, where she puked up through her nose, Andrew and I were like, "Oh, that must be the panic attack they're talking about." And in the back of my mind, I'm like, "I've never seen a pug panic quite like that." It just, and then we just after the third one, I just went, "No, this is not right." And so six months, and and she had to have a nose job anyway, which did help a little bit. Um, But then, basically, the vet said, "Before we talk about doing surgery or any other exploratory stuff," um let's change her diet and see what that does she wasn't um the uh, our pugs are on but the bath diet um but we used to give them all different bricks and all that sort of stuff so they had a, a nice a nice mix um and so we went down to just one variety and then you wouldn't believe it pretty much gone
1: and i'm the same here even with the fosters my big thing is diet and I did do my vet nursing a few years ago, and I was very interested in diet. And we put our all the fosters on the same diet as our own dogs, all oh, my no. father's carers, and they all have a very good quality dog knob and a very good quality biscuit that is gluten-free and grain-free. I never feed beef, chicken, or lamb because they're your triggers. They're your allergy triggers. They get home-cooked veggies every night, oh, no. and they twice a week they'll get tuna on top of their dinner or sardines and sometimes they'll get yogurt in the morning but diet is a big thing if you've got a a healthy dog through good diet you've you've got very few problems and you've got very few vet bills you know and and we're only getting them now because our dogs are getting older and the system is breaking down so things are having to change but diet is a big thing to keep you know your animals healthy any Mm -hmm. animal any animal and especially a pug no i completely agree with you on that one especially
0: when they have had a really rough start to yeah
1: you change around really quickly because we see that within three weeks we can see skin change we can see personality change the brightness in their eyes will change Um, they don't smell as much they don't scratch as much and they're just their personality's different and they they've got a nice, comfortable tummy and it's all good. It's yes. all good with a good diet. It really is. No, I have to and I have to
0: admit I never did tin dog food purely out no. of selfishness because no. Yeah. No. no, no.
1: <laughs> it's it doesn't ha- where we go for a diet that's got all the holistic nutrients in it, you know, that the dogs need. And the bath bath diet, I believe, is the same. Yeah. And I don't feed that. I feed more of a cooked bath. Mm. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it is. You've got all the good food, good nutrients in it. Your dogs are healthy. And your teeth. And you keep your dog's teeth happy. Oh, yeah. All good. All good.
0: Yes. That and the, the dental bills otherwise.
1: Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yes. And, you know, and they get sick very quick because they get an infection. Then mm. it rains through the body and then you've got a lot of mess to clean up. You really oh, have. Yes. It takes time. Yeah.
0: So in, in whatever order, what is the naughty trait of all six?
1: Well, Lily's naughty trait is her um, bossiness at dinner time. <laughs> um, I would say Chopper's naughty naughty trait is the constant monotonous barking because I'm <laughs> out of it. You know. um, Pepper's, Pepper's naughty trait. Her naughty trait now, I don't really think she has one anymore, other than that it takes all day to get to the bed to make it and, <laughs> and you've got to roll the fur off it, you know, because her fawn fur's all over sheets that oh, really yes. shouldn't be on. No. Um, I would say Samson's naughty trait is his reactivity to the doorbell and his his <laughs> accidental <guilty. laughs> yes. Um Which Leroy does do as well. Leroy doesn't Leroy doesn't have a naughty trait. He just sits and looks at you. He's a really good old boy. And Seamus, well, Seamus is, is a black it? pug. <laughs> and I find of the black pugs that I've had, I find him to be arrogant, opinionated, very regal, and he's just he's just a funny, funny character. He makes you laugh. He really, really does, you know? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yes, no, my Winston, my black, uh, my first one, fat dog, um, he was very zen. So probably a little bit like Pepper in that once he realised he was in a new home and this was permanent and this was this was really as good as it got, he got very zen. Um, he did catch a cane toad once when I was living in Cairns, which nearly killed me. Once I'd finished dealing with that, I then rang my father and said, you and I need to have words because my dad had been up a couple of weeks beforehand and my dad used to train hunting dogs. So I know exactly where Fat Dog got the idea that cane toads were worth chasing. <laughs> um, sometimes it's the influence of the grand that's worse than the Absolutely. actual parts. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then Winston, Winston was stubborn and cunning. He was like he used to con his brother into um, we used to have a small pedestal bin in um, in the kitchen. I said to my partner, this is just, it's pug height, all, all bad news, all bad news. Oh,
1: yeah, that's true. Right
0: chum- no, it'll be fine. He'll just because, of course, and we caught him a couple of times trying to get his head in the bin because, of course, he would put his paws on the pedestal. Try and put his head in, and then of course go to jump in, and then the pedestal thing would smack him on the head. And I'm like, Andrew, he's going to get to the point where he's going to put two and two together that this is a team effort. And lo and behold, it took another couple of months, but I come home and there's poor Charles being conned. He's got his paws on the pedestal, and Winston's in. He's into it, and I'm oh, like, that no. dog would oh. eat anything. Any he's eating compost. That dog had nine lives before he finally passed uh, away. So like, yeah, they just there is something about black dogs.
1: Black oh, dogs. absolutely. It definitely, hang on for a minute. Definitely. <laughs> definitely there's something about yes. black dogs. It's in the eyes. It is in the
0: eyes. It's like, I <laughs> know. <laughs> they
1: are. They're shockers. Absolute shockers. Aren't you? Hey?
0: But he is beautiful. I do he have is. a soft spot for black pugs.
1: they you know, I think it's their eyes that give them the expression. Unlike the fawns, it's all the wrinkles of the colours yes. that give them the expression. For these guys, I think it's the eyes and the, the body's movements and the things they do, you know. And it's snorting. They are. Who's
0: would snort when he was Unimpressed, oh, it's naughty, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. But he won't look at me when I sit with him like this. It's like, how dare you? Yes. You know, I'm not on display for you, and <laughs> it, it's just no. I'm not going to. This is so your show, Seamus. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't care. And little Lily's sitting here. Come here, girl, gorgeous girl. So here she is. Oh, you, you, so this you, this is little Lily Pilly. Yes. So, yeah. Just a
0: little beauty.
1: She is. She's only tiny. She's only six kilos. So she's only a tiny little thing.
0: And she does so well, like sort of looking at her in one of the photos, her standing on her three legs. She's got really good balance.
1: She's very good and she can play rough and tumble with the toys and she will occasionally chase the other dogs. But when you see her speed from this couch to the kitchen, For dinner, she's quicker than all the others and we had a very lovely, generous um, pug owner here donate a ramp to us for use for all the fosters and mainly for Lily and Leroy Um, and, you know, she's learnt how to use the ramp really well and Mm. so Leroy. Mothers won't use it but she does and that was a very generous thing because it really enabled her to be more independent. Mm. She can get up and down off the couch when she wants to.
0: Hey. Oh yes, we we got one for Charles. Oh,
1: hello, handsome. That's Samson. Hey, Samson. So he's he's come up, I think, wanting a cuddle. Well, if, if you're doling them out, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He sits on top of Chopper and half on. Oh. Here he comes, oh, and oh, half on friend. top of me. Come on, then. Over you come. Oh.
0: come on. So what's we, their favorite what's their favorite adventure or activity? Do they all have the same thing or they all because obviously you see love no, the water.
1: We've, we've learned to treat them all differently now. for a while there they were all the same. So mm-hmm. we could take them out all together and go visiting. I'd go visiting to Jen, my foster carer, she's got four of her own, so you'd have ten dogs there and they're all having some fun. That's, but that's your own playground. It is, really? or she'd bring hers here, and, and and the same thing would happen. But Seamus loves to go out. He loves to go visiting, and he loves to work. So you know, anything we've done obedience school three times just because he thought it was you know fun, uh, or twice. Sorry, he thought it was fun. Then we did rallyo and all. So his thing is visiting, being social, um, and just enjoying the world. Samson he gets very um out of sorts in crowds now,
0: mm-hmm. so.
1: He tends, you know, and if I take him out, he has to go with Chopper because he feels very it, it's you can see him, his tails down, he's unsure, that's not his thing. So, you know, if he if he's with Chopper and I take them out, he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't take them to cafes or anything like that because they're not of that that capability, you know, just medical reasons and all that and physical reasons. We just go visiting to other pugs. Lily and Leroy, they love to go. You know, their favourite thing is their walk and the pram ride. Um, and and Chopper, well, if we go down the road here to Slate Cafe where they have pug meetups, his favourite thing is stealthily running away, and he gets into the kitchen and you see you see the owners of Slate Cafe. Picking him up and bringing him back out just the little buggers in the kitchen because any scent of food and him with the rubbish bin, oh, my God, no, that's why it's closed in the pantry. So, yeah, he loves the, the stealthiness of finding food and stealing food. And if we're sitting even at the meals table with a plate and it's too close to the edge and we're not watching, he might be on the couch a split second, he's up there, Stood up with his paw, smashed it down on the ground, and he's run away with your piece of toast or your piece of cake. He's a shocker for that. Pepper, well, Pepper, she liked to just sit now and and smell the breeze. She did like to socialise and go out, but that's disappeared for her now. Mm. And you know, and I think Seamus' favourite thing of all is when the grandkids come because he sleeps with them and he doesn't leave oh, their nice. they, they go home and that, that's his favourite thing. And, yeah, they're, they're all different now because of their age, their abilities, you know. They're all just different. Yeah.
0: No, that's lovely. I'm I'm amazed with the cafe that they allow. <laughs> it actually reminds me, one of the other, uh, we've got a jug um, at Playgroup, Max, and he's a little bit old now, but when I first met him, he was Houdini. If you didn't watch where he was, he would be in the next field um, playing with like the kids who are kicking around a football or the cricket match. Ooh, and wow. he just happily be in the middle of the field and his tail's going like this. He's got a massive grid on his face. And we're all going,
1: Has anyone seen Max?
0: Like, <laughs> we're like, No, no, just find the children with the balls. And so, yes, needless to say,
1: find food. But Slate, <laughs> Slate Cafe is a cafe where every Saturday, they have specific breed dog meets. Oh, meets! No nice. So, you know, there's all sorts of dog breeds go down there and we'll have the Pugs one. And all pug owners and, and whatever, they come from far and wide, they just love it because we all catch up, we all know each other. A lot of them have SOS dogs or a lot of them have the offspring of a previous dog that I had that, you know, I rehomed from a breeder. And yeah. it's how we all get to you know just talk and the dogs play and they all recognize each other, and they have a wonderful time. Oh, they really awesome. Do.
0: Just awesome. So my favorite one of my favorite questions I ask all of um, all of our guests, or the humans of our stars, I should say, um is uh, do they have a favorite costume or a favorite outfit um, that they like to wear out?
1: Pepper used to have a lovely purple dress. Oh, nice. He hasn't worn it for a long time. Um, I would love to put Lily in a tutu. I have not yet done that. <laughs> Leroy, I think, would look nice with a tie. Um, Topper used to, he had a little cap that he could sometimes wear. Seamus used to wear a cap. But I haven't dressed them up for ages, I must admit. I haven't done it. Christmas time I do. Yeah. And we tackle the Christmas card yeah um and birthday, you're braver than me you're brave you know, I can get it down pat sometimes but sometimes not so oh, um they all have a birthday hat they put on for their birthdays you know and all of that but I don't dress them up as much as I used to you know
0: well in, in your senior years you should be down to cravat and dressing
1: gown well pepper's pretty much that yeah. <laughs> Pretty much that, you know. But I'm I'm sure that the t- if the time comes when some of them need nappies, I've got a foster carer that gets some absolutely awesome nappies. Oh, so I wow. go to her and I'll get them. I'll get them all some designer nappies, and they can wear those.
0: Oh, I'll have to get that after the show because. Charles, we've had a couple of little accidents earlier this year because he got diarrhoea yeah. and the nappies that I got, which technically should fit, didn't look very
1: comfortable. No, these are made especially for puggies. Ooh. So after the show, I'll let you know.
0: Absolutely, and I promise everyone who is watching that I will share the information. Absolutely. This sounds Absolutely. like definitely because I think part of the problem, even my partner said, are you sure these are pug-sized? And I'm like, I got them from the pet store. They were the size, like, of his Bum, <laughs> yep. do I do, but yeah, it just didn't look right.
1: No, no, these ones are absolutely gorgeous. Oh, so I'll let you way. know afterwards because I'd have to look on my phone to find <laughs> what they are.
0: Well, thank you so much, Donna. And I'll get this chopper, Seamus, Leroy, Lily, Samson, and Pepper. Yes, to make sure, I get it all right. It was so wonderful to talk to you and to meet all six. That's now my record of the number of puggies I have on the show um in one household it's a bit crazy I don't know how you do it like as as we were saying before we come on the show I've still got Tonka with us at the moment and I'm almost certain that Rosie and Charles are just sort of like you're not going to bring more in are you (laughs) (laughs)
1: well it's funny you know when when a foster comes in they're all over them and they have a good sniff and then Seamus will take himself off and he'll look at me and he'll go okay so cuddles are limited now (laughs) <laughs> Until the foster goes, you know, but they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, but, but it is a madhouse. They have, but it's a madhouse. It really is. But you know, that's it. That's how it is.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Um, and kisses and hugs and snuffles to all the puppies.
1: Thank you, and thank you for having us on. No. Lovely to talk to you. Awesome talking, pug, and We'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely, <laughs> not a problem.
0: Bye, bye, puppies! Hey. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Pug Life Show. If you liked the episode, or if you think it'll be useful for someone else, please leave a review over at Podchaser.com. And if you've got any questions, or want to tell us how much you loved the episode, then let me know over at our Facebook group, Living the Pug Life. We're crazy pug ladies, meet to talk all things pug. So until next time, puggies, have a pawsome week and humans be generous with the snackies.